In the news this week, trans activists fail to silence professors' gender-critical views at an Oxford Union event. Documents reveal that trans lobby group Mermaids enjoyed a special relationship with the Tavistock Clinic. And a couple who refused to abort their disabled son say he is the greatest gift we could have received. Hello. An attempt by trans activists to silence the gender-critical views of Professor Kathleen Stock at an Oxford Union event has failed. Hundreds of activists sought to derail the event on Tuesday after Oxford University's LGBTQ society urged the union to no-platform the senior academic, branding her transphobic for upholding the reality of biological sex. Speaking ahead of the talk at the Historic Debating Society, the Prime Minister backed the academic's right to freedom of expression. Agree or disagree with her, Professor Stock is an important figure in this argument. Students should be allowed to hear and debate her views. A tolerant society is one which allows us to understand those we disagree with, and nowhere is that more important than within our great universities. Professor Stock told those gathered in the debating chamber, Trans activism tells us all the time, no one can tell you what your gender identity is, only you can know, and we're supposed to accept what someone says about their gender identity as soon as they say it. She added, if that is the basis on which people are getting access to certain spaces where women are vulnerable, or sports teams, or shortlists, or whatever it is, it's just way too open to abuse. Documents from 2014 to 2018 have revealed that mermaids enjoyed a special relationship with the Tavistock Clinic, NHS England's notorious gender identity development service for children. The Tavistock found the missing dossier after the Information Commissioner's Office threatened it with possible court action for failing to disclose correspondence with the scandal-hit trans lobby group. Among more than 300 pages of correspondence are email exchanges between former head of Mermaid Susie Green and clinic director Dr Polly Carmichael. They show Green's involvement in a task force responsible for redrafting the clinic's service specification at a time when Mermaid was lobbying the clinic to make sex swap drugs available to 14-year-olds. They also reveal that Green, despite lacking any formal medical training, sent children to the Tavistock in cases unsupported by their GPs, and even in one instance where the GP had consistently refused to refer. She was also involved in an exchange in which fellow trans activist Bernard Reed urged the clinic to speed up the process for switching children from puberty blockers to sex swap hormones. Green is now fundraising for the rogue clinic Gender GP to pay for young people to access its unlicensed gender-affirming services. Figures from Public Health Scotland show the total number of abortions rose by 19% in 2022. 16,596 babies were aborted in Scotland last year, over 2,600 more than the previous year. The latest statistics show that almost all of these were chemical abortions, and in 8 out of 10 cases at least one of the drugs was taken at home. During the same period, the number of babies aborted who were deemed to have Down syndrome increased from 32 to 59. Lynn Murray, spokeswoman for the Don't Screen Us Out campaign, described this increase as deeply upsetting and urged the Scottish Government to update its abortion legislation to ensure that babies with Down syndrome cannot be aborted right up to birth. And finally, a couple who refused to abort their disabled son have said he is the greatest gift we could have received. 
Marianne and Hendrik Strauss from South Africa were told it was selfish not to abort their unborn son after a 13-week scan revealed he wasn't developing arms. But Marianne went on to give birth to baby Hendrik, who is now 11 months old and has learnt to roll using just his legs. Although she chose life, she admitted she went into a dark depression over concerns society may never accept her son. The words of my specialist kept running through my head. You're selfish if you don't abort. You must think of the child. He will never be able to have a normal quality of life. There was self-blame and pain, and the fear of the unknown and an uncertain future. But if I had to choose today, I would take him just like that again. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.